You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is Monday, August 8th, and you are listening to another edition of the West of the Rest podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast feed. My name is Blair Angulo. I'm joined by my co-host, the National Recruiting Editor for 24-7 Sports, Mr. Brandon Huffman. And, and Huff, you and I on this show, we focus on West Coast recruiting, but things have been going kind of crazy nationally. A number of commitments this last weekend and... For the most part, we're now on flip watch with some guys. We're going to get into Malachi Nelson taking that unofficial visit to Texas A&M. Jurion Dickey, the Oregon commit, one of the better receivers in the country, headed out to the state of Florida to check out some schools as well. Uh, But before we get there... I did want to ask you, how was your vacation? Because I took my vacation right after you took yours, and we haven't even been able to to kind of reconvene. You know, vacations are never long enough, Blair. They are always wonderful to take, but you also feel like you need a vacation. I don't necessarily feel like I needed a vacation from my vacation, per se, but I sure wouldn't have been opposed to another week of it. You know what's wild is that it isn't like we don't get out. Right. right. So we're we're on the road quite a bit during the off season. Like that's technically our in season travel where we're going out to camps. We're basically in, in a different state every weekend. Uh you and I were I think we saw each other three weekends in a row. We were in Maui, we we're in Salt Lake City, we saw each other in Vegas earlier in the off season, we saw uh, each other again in, in the state of Utah. So I think when when vacation gets here, the last thing I personally want to do is get on a plane uh, mm-hmm. and go somewhere else. But I did want to bring up the fact that you made it out to the only blockbuster in America. I mean, yes. what was that like? What was that like to kind of get, you know, get caught up on a relic? Well, I'll tell you what, it made me want to watch a movie that night. You know, it was one of those nights where I went back to our Airbnb and I streamed a movie on, you know, the Paramount app, actually. You know, nice little corporate tip of the cap there. But Dude, I love the plug. You like that? And I went in, I think we watched Sonic, you know, because we had the kids with us. But it was one of those places where you go in and all of a sudden I felt like I was 16 again. See, I came from an era where Blockbuster was not just video, but Blockbuster music. If you were going to buy tickets to a concert, you had to go to Blockbuster to get them. So there was many a night in college where back when I would be doing laundry at the laundromat right by where I went to school, you'd go get your subway for lunch, and then you would go to Blockbuster Music and just listen. Remember they had the old sample? You could listen to a CD before you bought Well, this might have been... I may be dating myself a little bit, Blair. But back in the day, we used to be able to sample a CD before we had to buy it. It's kind of like streaming. You could just plug in the CD into the little uh, portable disc man and you listen to that music and you're like, okay, after about three songs, this song, this album sucks. I'm not buying it. I'm saving myself $20. I remember walking around and you are basically trying to convince your parent 
to get a certain movie, right? Or, or yes. to, to get something for you as a family. Or there, I remember there was video games also, right? Where you could kind of check them out for a week. And if you still liked it, you kept playing. And uh, I, I wasn't a, a huge blockbuster guy. I was more of a Hollywood video. And that was more of because the proximity to where I lived. And so that was really interesting to see both of those places basically go extinct. But that was, I, I think... You know, when you think about summer, when you think about vacation, uh, I was glad to hear that you made it out to a blockbuster and it brought you back to to the good old days. Yeah. How about your vacation? You have a, you have a good time getting away for a little bit. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, obviously, we've got a, a, an infant, a kind of a you know a new a new kid, a new kid on our lives. So it changes things up. We can't really do too much. But no, it was fun. We went actually to our first birthday party for a one-year-old um and so it was cool to be there and and you know me i'm always evaluating and scouting and trying to feel things out so it wasn't more of of like going and seeing things but it was more of like okay how can i turn on a party for my kid when he turns one right so i'm looking at i'm I'm looking at the food selection and the beverages and oh you know what what was the the layout of the tables and and you know will will we have a you know kind of a photo booth or is there going to be a slideshow and what's the music going to be like and and what am i going to wear like there was a lot of things there where uh it wasn't so much me being there for that it was more okay what am i going to do uh in a few months so no that was cool but i did kick off the vacation essentially uh with a trip to la uh noted big 10 country <laughs> to check out pack to a media day uh and if you didn't get a chance I, I did have running updates recruiting stories and 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 you know the thoughts from the head coaches uh about the current state of recruiting and and a lot of other d- different topics over at 24 7 sports but while i was there uh the news came out that malachi nelson was actually at texas a&m he's a five-star quarterback committed to USC made it down to College Station to check out the Aggies and and over the weekend Huff Malachi on his Instagram finally published some photos of him in the jerseys got a cowboy hat on and it got me thinking if you're a USC fan what level of panic are you in right now from a scale of one to ten that Malachi Nelson will no longer be signing with USC I got to think that you are probably somewhere in nine to 10 range because it's Malachi Nelson. That's your quarterback. That's your high profile, your bellwether quarterback. Listen, I mean, this is a guy who was committed to Oklahoma, flipped immediately after Lincoln Riley was hired to say that he wanted to play for Lincoln Riley at USC. You think he's solid. You think he's done. He's all done with visits. He's locked in. He's going to USC. And then he takes an unofficial visit to Texas A&M. A year after Texas A&M signed a legendary a legendary class. A year after Texas A&M signed, yeah, a five-star quarterback in Connor Wiegman, but they don't have a quarterback in this class. So if I'm USC, you know, there's a lot of people like trying to downplay. And, and you know, it's understandable. He didn't flip his commitment. But given what Texas A&M did in recruiting last night or last time, last year, I think there's absolutely some reason for there to be a little bit of quiet trepidation. You know, what's interesting is that we're in such a weird era of college football recruiting where 
whatever happened last week essentially doesn't carry as much weight as as it would right so we're we're thinking about the quarterback dominoes in this class arch manning came off the board dante moore came off the board and rashada came off the board you know brock glenn committed to ohio state austin Novosad decided to stick with baylor i mean there's been so much movement in recent weeks at the quarterback position and we wondered okay the dominoes are are no longer as prevalent right like the heavy the heavy the heavy dominoes have tumbled and now with some of these schools that are still looking for their quarterback you wondered okay nil is in the picture there's a lot of different things enticing recruits to potentially keep looking at other schools or keeping their options open and lo and behold now malachi nelson is seriously considering AM. I mean i don't think he would not be considering them and going out on a visit if he wasn't truly looking at them in, in that regard right and say what you will about you know the different nil deals and all this different little you know i think enticing propositions and and recruiting pitches and whatever you know sliced bread wants to come up with now right that'll 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 rile up jimbo fisher (laughs) but but if i'm usc why aren't you offering other quarterbacks right you know i i looked at that and i looked at the photos of malachi nelson in in that college station visit with with the jersey with kind of you know making sure that people know hey look look what i did i took this visit to am i'm not completely done to usc why isn't usc offering other quarterbacks well at that point at that point i pivot if i'm lincoln riley and i know he has a different policy right we heard uh what he with from other recruits that he only recruits one quarterback at a time but clearly malachi nelson is 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 basically welcoming the advances of other schools if i'm usc i say okay i i do have malachi nelson in the pocket but here are some other offers and, and i know a lot of the top quarterbacks are off the board already but why not go offer maybe some of the other quarterbacks that already came off the board right why not offer uh, a Jaden Rashada again why not offer uh Dante Moore why not make another run at Nico Iamaleava the local product that's committed to Tennessee in a very public manner right I think if you're USC you can't just stand stand firm and say oh well you know we'll see what happens imagine if you will USC starting quarterback CJ Stroud why do I bring that up because if you remember in the fall of 2020, no, that would have been fall of 2019, when Bryce Young flipped his commitment from USC to Alabama, there was a long delay from when USC even offered another quarterback. And CJ Stroud is what, 30, 40 minutes north of USC at Rancho Cucamonga High School. He played the game perfectly, ended up being in a position where he could pick Ohio State, redshirt as a true freshman behind Justin Fields. Now he's a you know heavy favorite to win the Heisman. But if USC had planned after Bryce Young flipped his commitment, they might have been in a situation. Now, maybe it all worked out. Maybe Clay Helton keeps his job if he gets CJ Stroud, and this conversation's for not. But USC has already gone through this movie before, losing Bryce Young and then not having a backup plan. And if you remember, they didn't end up getting a quarterback commitment at all in the 2020 class. They did get a short-lived commitment from USC or from Devin Brown, who committed to USC, then ultimately ended up at Ohio State. And it all worked out with them getting Malachi Nelson. But this is what happens when you don't have a backup plan. And now, you know, you the one thing USC does have going for is it's not Clay Helton that you're trying to sell. You're selling. Lincoln Riley, a guy who's had two Heisman Trophy winners, guy that's had you know multiple number one draft picks and a number of other players that got drafted. 
but it's still a very what's the word steep waters deep waters you're you're taking a chance let's put it to you that way you're taking a chance by not having a backup plan in place just in case yeah i don't think it's a panic situation at all because i I do feel like lincoln riley will be able to get whichever quarterback he wants ultimately we already saw him flip malachi nelson from his commitment to oklahoma and we already saw caleb williams follow lincoln riley from oklahoma to, to la so that's that's not really the worry my concern if i'm a usc fan is why not pivot now why not at least in a pu- in a very public way make a statement and say okay we're not just here right we're not just a program that you can commit to and then you can go and take a visit to AM. we're not going to play that game here are some offers here here are some other guys we're going to go after if you're consider considering flipping and going to call a station here are some other guys we're going to get uh, yeah. and that and, and and i think my level of panic would be at a maybe a five to six uh i'm not exactly thinking it's going to materialize but i'm also not saying it's not going to happen uh, right so it's going to be really interesting to see jury on dickey the oregon commit one of the better receivers in the country one of the top players overall out west there was rumors that he would be playing his his high school football in southern california previously at, at village christian there in the san jose area huff he, he took a, a i think was it a visit to miami uh, a couple weeks ago what's the latest and what would be your scale from one to ten on on him potentially being on flip watch so I think he's a little less likely to, to to flip his commitment. You know, not that I think that Malachi Nelson is going to commit, but I think Jurion Dickey, there's a little bit more trepidation or a little less trepidation, I, I should say, with him because I think in his case, you know, yes, it was a visit down to Florida. It was a family vacation, whatever you, however you want to describe it. However it was described was that it was a family vacation. But he did play with the Miami Immortals a little bit. You saw him play with Miami Immortals at the battle, or I'm sorry, at the uh, overtime OT7. So, you know, there's a little bit of a familiarity with Miami, with some of the guys that were on that team, with obviously Jaden Rashada. But I don't see Dickey leaving the West Coast footprint. I think he ends up at Oregon when it's all said and done. The bigger thing with, with Drian Dickey is going to be, where is he going to play his high school football? Because it sounds like by all accounts, he's for sure not going to be playing at Valley Christian. There was talks that he was going to modern day, but those were refuted pretty quickly by Greg Biggins and some of the other folks uh, close to it. You know, does he end up at a different school in the Bay Area? You know, that we'll, we'll see. But I think I'm more interested in trying to figure out where exactly Jurion is going to play his high school football because I don't think it's really that much of a threat, Miami being that much of a threat to Oregon. This is a guy who told me the day on his commitment to Oregon that he never really seriously considered Miami under that previous staff, considered Oregon under the previous staff. And who was the head coach at Oregon at that time? Miami head coach Mario Cristobal. So I would be stunned far more if he flipped than I would if Malachi flipped. Yeah, imagine him going across the country and starting to consider a, a, maybe a staff that he wasn't really enamored with to begin with when he mm-hmm. when they were at Eugene. So uh, that's another one to monitor here in the in the weeks to come. We're gonna take a short break, but after the break, we're gonna continue our conversation on West Coast recruiting, including a look at the state of Utah, which kicks off the high school season later this week. You're listening to the West of the Rest podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back on the West of the Rest podcast. I am Blair Angulo, joined by my co-host, Mr. Brandon Huffman. And Huff, the, the lights are beginning to flicker. The lights are beginning to shine in the state of Utah. It kicks off this week. I will be out in Salt Lake City for one of the bigger matchups on Friday night. Tint View versus Lone Peak, two programs that are perennially very good, very talented. Uh, Lone Peak won a state title last year. Tint View, probably the most talented team in the state of Utah, regardless of classification. And it's here. It's really weird to think that I'm going to be watching high school football in a couple of nights, given the fact that I feel like we were just wrapping up the season. Yeah, it it, it flies. And, you know, it feels like we were at camps every single week. And so it's always kind of a crawl when you get to this point of, man, when is the season going to get here? But Washington, where I live, where my son plays, doesn't even start fall practice until August 17th. You're going into week two in, in Utah that week. Hawaii played this last weekend. California starts that weekend. I mean, I feel like I'm like major FOMO going on up here. Yeah, you, you've had a lot of FOMO in, re- in recent months. Yes. Uh, it, you know what? That's, what? that's what happens when you go to Maui uh, and when you go to a UC mm. report camp uh, and you get to spend uh, a couple of days in, in the beautiful 808. But I, I do feel like the, the off seasons for some reason are getting shorter and recruiting is so it, it's it's like a it's like a singular circle right like i think it just shifts years but everything is happening at once at all times and it never really ends like there are recruiting dead periods but there's so many commitments during those th- those dead periods that i don't think we really feel it we don't really feel that lull in recruiting, but I'm I'm excited to see one of those big time prospects this week who you you've really I think have liked for several years now. You've you've likened him to another Tint View product, Xavier Suafilo, who is still in the NFL, had a terrific college career at UCLA, despite going on a mission uh, during his, his tenure there in, in Westwood. And uh, we're talking about Spencer Fano. He's the number one rated offensive lineman on the West Coast. He's got schools like Oregon, Miami, BYU, Utah, Michigan, Michigan State. You know, some SEC schools are, are trying to get in the conversation. Uh, USC, which has missed on a number of its top targets at, along the offensive line is also making a strong push for for Spencer Fano and I'm excited to see him push some guys around on Friday. He I don't know if there's a player in the West footprint in this class that has more fun doing his job than Spencer Fano. I mean, think about it. The guy was on his official visit to Utah. It was Utah, right? Or was it BYU? It was Utah. It was Utah. So we're out there for the UC report in Utah and He's got his dad asking, hey, should, you know, we got a little bit of a break. Should we come 
and do work. And we're like, uh, during his him? official visit. Yeah. During his official visit, you're like, no, dude, stay on your official. But like, that's how much this kid loves to get out there and, and do football. And, you know, you, we, we lose a lot of opportunities for the linemen because there is so much seven on seven during the spring. We don't get to see as much with the linemen. So when we do, and we've seen Spencer the last two springs at the Avishong lineman challenge in Utah. And like you said, I mean, he just, the, to me, it's, it's when you watch him, right when he knows he's about to put a DN on his back and he takes his time to get into his stance and he kind of has that little smile that he's trying to stifle and then bam, hands meet chest meet back and rinse, wash, repeat. Next guy does the same thing. Yeah, he did take his official visit to Utah. BYU has the early crystal ball predictions, but the, the confidence level remains low there, despite the fact that his brother Logan is already at BYU. He comes from a BYU family. Obviously, being there nearby at Timview from the campus of BYU gives them an advantage as well. He's been on campus a number of times, but I think he's always kept a, an open mind to, to going national. He took a couple unofficial visits to Michigan and Michigan State, You know, Oregon with Adrian Clem making a strong push there who actually coached Xavier Suofilo in, in college, um, I think is is a is a big factor. And then you look at Miami, what they were doing there at, at Oregon with Alex Mirabal and Joe Salavea and his connections in the Polynesian community. And, and we can't really forget about Mario Cristobal and what he does along the offensive line. I think those are the schools that you mentioned with him the most. So I think it's going to be fascinating to see what official visits he takes during the season and when he decides to come off the board because he does plan to enroll early and plans to go through his freshman year of college before deciding on a potential mission during his his college years. So Spencer Fano, one to watch in the state of Utah. Another one to watch, the number one player in, in the state of Utah, that would be Tausili Akana. We reported this past weekend, Huff, that he will be taking an official visit to Texas for the weekend of September. September 10th, when the Longhorns play Alabama, you've got schools like Auburn, LSU, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, as well as Utah and BYU, also very, very involved in this in this battle. You've always liked how Celia and what he can bring. I mean, this is a player who, before he had any offers, I think we already had a, a really high four-star grade on him. He's a potential five-star if he has a, 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 a you know an amazing year on the field. But his recruitment is also going to be one of those to monitor here in the next couple months. Now, we, we've talked in the past about players and their previous connections to schools and, you know, their connections from an athletic standpoint. Maybe dad played at the school, you know, maybe an older brother played at the school. But Texas has a nice little ace in the hole that could work out to their advantage when it comes to Tassili. Are we talking about Leona Lefau? No, we're talking about Tassili's big sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we're—I mean, we were—we were—we were on the relationship uh, level is there too. But I—I I was going with Leona Lefau, who, by the way, imagine—imagine the if they were both at Kahuku. Oh goodness, would be a cheat code with newly Utah, new Utah commit Kaikai Carvalho lighting it up offensively. Yeah, yeah. So Tausilia Kana's sister entered the transfer portal. She was one of the better volleyball players at Nebraska. And, you know, I was asked on the Horns 24-7 message board if there's any big effect there, right? Like, do they want to go to the same school? I, I don't think it's a huge effect, but it can't hurt. I, I feel mm -hmm. like it's a bonus. I feel like uh, they're very tight and the, and the family is is very close. Uh, I, I do feel like it's it's definitely a bonus and it's something that they're looking at. 
you know, uh, Coach Pete K, who was recruiting the the state of Hawaii previously uh, when he was at Washington, is also a factor here. Jake Longi uh, is another recruiting staffer there at the University of Texas that is, that is making a, a big impression. And remember, Tausilia Kana is that player that we mentioned taking that eight city, uh, eight day road trip. That was probably the most hectic recruiting stretch that any recruit will face here in this 2023 class. And he wrapped it up with a stop at Texas. So that was the last trip. And despite being on the road for over a week, for him to go to Texas and still enjoy his time there, uh, which right now, right, you you look at that and you're like, okay, how would I even function on the eighth day of an eight-day trip to eight different schools? Uh, you have to tip your hat to what the Longhorns were able to do to continue to impress him, despite the fact that he was on the road for so long. So that's going to be one to watch. He's, I think he'll take all five official visits before he makes his decision. And uh, it's going to be, I think, another one of those really fascinating recruiting battles in, in the state of Utah. Before we go, Huff, a number of other prospects that I think we should monitor here in the next few weeks. Oregon commit Tavita Pomee. Uh, I think Utah is also in the battle there. Taliafi, Taala, Siale Sarah, Junior Sia, they're all uh, among the better defensive line and offensive line prospects that have yet to come off the board. And the spotlight will finally be on Isaac Wilson. He's the number one player in the state in the 2024 class, the brother of Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback. Uh, and when you think about what Corner Canyon has done at quarterback the last couple of years with Jackson Dart and Devin Brown, I'm interested to see not if Isaac Wilson will light up the scoreboard, but how he will light up the scoreboard. Good thing it's been a quiet summer in the Wilson home, too, so there's not any distractions you've got to fight through. How many moms do you think are going to be in the stands? <laughs> all of them? Just just all the moms. All the moms with their with their signs. And Isaac has the personality, I think, to roll with the punches. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to see what Isaac Wilson does at Corner Canyon here uh in the next couple of months. Cash Dillon, his his teammate at Corner Canyon, who was the MVP at the UC report camp there in Salt Lake City, is another really talented 2024 prospect who I would not be surprised to see his recruitment go national here in the next few months. Anything else before we go, Huff? No, I think it'll just be we got a couple announcements coming up this week. We got XV Alexander from Kennedy Catholic in Burien, Washington, announcing his decision uh, Monday afternoon on this 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. And then Jerry Mixon will come off the board on Friday on the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. He'll be announcing between Oregon, UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, Missouri, and San Diego State. So a couple of linebackers coming off the board this week out west. couple big announcements here on the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. For Brandon Huffman and our producer Lance Glynn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the West of the Rest podcast. For drag queens to save the world. world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. (laughs) Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.